Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, guys? Happy Tuesday. I want to go over uh, all the waiver wire options. Not all of them. I want to go over the main ones here in the story, and then I'll have the article out. And you can check out the article for more detail. Um, but let's start with running backs. All right, so at running back this week, we're looking at five guys. Uh, Ernest Johnson, Josh Kelly, Justin Jackson, Damian Harris, and Chase Edmonds. That's who was available for the most part. You know, 60% or lower in most leagues. Let's talk about last night. Damian Harris, I hope you watched, like, my stories and you picked him up before the game. Um, or, like, you, you watched me a few times before when I said if you have an IR spot, put him in the IR spot, that sort of thing, whatever. I hope you got him for free because if you got him free, he ran for 100 yards last night. So he becomes a thing now. Sonny Michelle's on IR. So he will likely get some opportunity. Now, we don't know what that backfield is going to look like moving forward. This is a game without Cam Newton. But there is some upside here because Cam Newton... You know, when he's back, he's going to be doing the read option. And if he's doing it with Damian Harris, he has some upside, more upside to be efficient um, because defenses will have to kind of guess. And, you know, Cam Newton is going to be a threat. So um, he could potentially be a guy who is an RB2 this year. Will he get passing work? I don't know. How much goal line work will he get with Cam Newton there? I don't know. But a guy who's going to get 15 to 20 touches is worth picking up. All right, let's talk about Dearness Johnson. Um, he saw more touches, more snaps than Kareem Hunt in this game. But keep in mind that after Nick Chubb went out, Kareem Hunt still had that groin issue, right? Like, it's not like that just magically went away. He practiced. He didn't practice all last week. He had a limited practice on Friday. I don't think the Browns had any intention of playing Kareem Hunt as much as they did, assuming that Chubb was going to be available all game. But they had to do what they had to do. Uh, Dearness Johnson did look good on his touches. And that, that Cleveland offensive line, uh, their run blocking is great. The scheme is looking good and different, and they mix it up. It's legit. Now, how much? T- how many touches will he get? It's a very good chance that Kareem Hunt just becomes that workhorse, sees like 75% of snaps, and there isn't much left over for De'Ernest Johnson. But there is a world where De'Ernest Johnson gets 10 to 15 touches. And if he gets that in this offense behind that line, by the way, he's capable in the pass game as well. There is some upside here while Nick Trump is out. Will that happen? We don't know. And because of that, because of the fact that we don't know, I'm only going to spend like 10% of my fab, maybe 15% if I'm super desperate. All right, after Austin Eckler went out, uh, Josh Kelly was the 1A. Justin Jackson was the 1B. Um, Josh Kelly, you know, he was the guy behind Eckler this entire time. Keep in mind, Justin Jackson was behind Austin Eckler in week one before he got hurt early in that game. Uh, But, you know, things change, and Josh Kelly looks okay. Uh, Not great. He hasn't been efficient. Um, But, you know, he's shown that he can catch the ball, that sort of thing. Uh, Justin Jackson can as well. So I think, 
you know, Josh Kelly is, inv- is available in like 40% of leagues, 45% of leagues, something like that. Um, you know, most people are going to go after him and spend, you know, if he's available, I would spend about 30% of my fab to get him. Um, but it's possible that, you know, you kind of put in a, a low offer for Justin Jackson, 15% or so, because I think this is gonna, the role is going to be close, 50-50 split, I would say. And Justin Jackson even has a chance to surpass Josh Kelly. So there's a chance that you put in that lower bid and it's actually a smarter play. Um, because he's capable in both the run and pass game as well. Um, if Chase Evans is available, I think the, the, he's the best long-term stash. Like, if you don't need any of these guys over the next few weeks, I think uh, Chase Evans is somebody who you can plug in in a pinch if you have to for some upside. But more importantly, I think he can start to creep into Kenyon Drake's workload potentially. And, like, you don't want to be you, – you don't want to wait to grab him um, – like when that happens, because then you have to spend a lot more. So like kind of have him on your bench just in case it does happen um, because he has the upside and he's shown to be efficient uh, over his career when he's getting, given opportunity. Um, and he's already been the more used guy in the passing game. I think he had more targets in week four than Drake has all season long. Um, so he has that going for him. And if he adds a little bit more uh, carries to his repertoire, you know, to his workload over the over the next couple weeks, I mean, he could be pretty valuable. So um, he's somebody that I'm stashing on my bench um, for now, just to see if anything changes over the next couple weeks. I think the only wide receiver that I'm spending real money on is T. Higgins. Um, he, 150 air yards in week three, that was only, that was fifth in the NFL with nine targets. And then he had, and those two touchdowns, obviously. And then in week four, 132 air, air yards, which was like in the NFL um, with his seven targets, only one less than Tyler Boyd. AJ Green's done. Tyler Boyd and uh, and T Higgins, sorry, uh, brain farts. T Higgins, you know they're going to be the guys. Pass heavy offense. Joe Burrow looks good. Um, this week is going to be tough, obviously against the Ravens, so I'm, I'm might not be playing him, but the, he's the best long term ad I think this week uh, for this year. Um, you know, especially when you're looking later on in the season when they get more rapport um, and when AJ Green is kind of a little bit more phased out and he's like not actually getting targets. You know, so unfortunately, I think that's how it's going to roll for AJ Green. But if you grab a T Higgins, 20% or so, I don't mind spending up on him. I think the next guy I'm looking at is probably LaVisca Chenault. His opportunity went up. Um, there is a little bit of room behind uh, DJ Shark. Um, will it be Cole? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's it's a little bit of a toss-up, but Chenault just has the most upside, the most talent. The, he's the most electric with the ball in his hands. Um, so I'm taking a shot on him. I want him on my bench. Right, so I'm spending like you know maybe seven to ten percent max on Lavisca Chenault. Um, who else? Uh, Russell Gage. You know he should be on waiver wires. Yes, he had a bad game uh, on Monday night. The entire Falcons team did. Calvin Ridley. I mean Julio. I mean all of them, all of it. Right. Um, but yeah, he would be on my bench as well. PPR wide receiver three. Um, who else? Uh, Brandon Ayuk looked great. Uh, he didn't get enough opportunity. So that's the only concern with him, with all these weapons coming back, Jimmy G coming back. You know, there's a lot of a lot of you know variables here, um, but he could be valuable down the road. I think you know Alshon Jeffrey should be back soon. He's available in a ton of leagues in almost every league, um, and if he's available, pick him up. Carson Wentz has no no one to throw the ball to. When he comes back, he's gonna be productive as long as he's on the field. So um, if you need a wire, if you need wire receiver, he's available. Just pick him up. You could probably pick him up for like. 5%, 7%, something like that. Nothing crazy. Um, you, well, you know your league, right? And then um, this week, you know, if you want a one-week rental, Scotty Miller, um, 
you know, he doesn't have the best matchup against Chicago. Um, they've given up about, you know, they're about, actually, they're right in the mid-tier as far as, like, defending wide receivers on that left side where Scotty Miller lines up um, in terms of giving up fantasy points, so he should be fine. So if you look at one-week rental on Thursday night, by the way, um, doesn't look like Chris Godwin's going to play. O.J. Howard is out. He tore his Achilles, so he was out for the year. So there might be some opportunity for Miller, and he's put up some good stat lines in three of the four weeks this year. Um, I talk about Zach Pascal. I'm going to talk about um, Tim Patrick uh, in my wave wire article. You know, they're, they're, they're guys. You can pick them up if you want to. A couple dollars. Um, you can check out my article for more detail on that. But uh, tight ends, I think um, Dalton Schultz, Robert Tanyan, uh, those are the two main pickups at tight end. Potential year-long guys, obviously, DeMonte Adams will definitely affect Robert Tanyan and what he does going forward. Um... And can we really trust a tight end with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't believe in all that. I just trust, is there talent? Aaron Rodgers will find you. Um, but yeah, Dalton Schultz, like, there's like five guys who are fantasy relevant on the Cowboys as far as pass catchers go. But listen, the Cowboys offense sucks, and he's going to get opportunity. He's running a ton of routes. So um, he will be my first option this week. Robert Tanyan, second. But if Devonta Adams is back, don't expect too much. 